Hello, everybody. Welcome into the NBA front office show. We are live and we're going to be taking your questions and comments, also bouncing around the NBA and taking a look at everything that is going on in free agency. Day two, still a lot of activity, not quite as much as day one, but some really big deals and some important ones around the league in both the, both the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Keith, how are you holding up, man? Uh, I'm I'm feeling it by the end of day two. I'm, I'm definitely feeling the uh, the rigors of, of free agency kind of weighing on me a bit today. I got my second wind around probably 3 o'clock uh, this afternoon. I was feeling all right, and I was you know plugging through, got a bunch of work done, and then just in the last hour or so, I was like, I really want to go lay down. And if I lay down at this point in the night, it's over. Uh, I'm done. Like, there's no coming back from that. So oh, hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get through the show here without any major stuff happening. Although mm-hmm. I would, I, I would welcome it. It's fun when, you know, they happen live and we react to it together. Uh, but yeah, you have a good, good amount of stuff to break down today. We're going to do just like we did yesterday. We're going to go through all the teams, uh, talk, you know, what they did, what they, um, you know, added, maybe lost, uh, you know, a few guys got waived today as well. So we'll, we'll get into that sort of stuff. Um, just so everybody knows, I moved my mic. Hopefully, it sounds a little bit better for y'all. Um, you know, so <laughs> ho- hopefully that improves the quality. If not, you know, we'll we'll, we'll keep working on it, guys. I, I promise. I also am not going to be quite as quiet because last night it was uh, it was pretty late here on the East Coast. It was about uh, one o'clock in the morning, so I didn't need to be allowed keeping everybody in the house up, even though I was fired up and excited. You know, they're totally understandable. And uh, look, you know. I'm glad that this is also not at, at two in the morning as well. I So last night, this was my dilemma. I And I was exhausted. And I'm right where you're at. I was ready to, to, to sleep most of the day today, and, and it could not happen. But um, last night, just as I'm getting ready to finally shut it down, the Marcus Gasol news breaks. Marcus Gasol right after Team USA versus Spain says, hey, I'm going to play next season. So then I'm, I'm making the decision, do I want to try – to stay coherent through that, like be able to get through a quick video on that, or do I want to wait for the morning? I powered through, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, I love free agency, but I could definitely use a bit of sleep for sure. Um, Everybody coming in from the chat, we will take some of your questions and some of your comments. So we're going to get through that as we go. But tonight we're going to start with the West. Last night started with the East, yeah. so we'll mix it up. Start with the Western Conference. Uh, uh, some teams didn't do anything, so let's start with the the Denver Nuggets. All right, yeah. Well, they didn't do anything. There you so go. Good, good, good starting <laughs> point. Yeah, uh, no, nothing really going on for Denver right now. They they, they did their work already. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Paul Millsap's kind of their major guy is still hanging out there. We'll see. Sounds like he's he's out of the mix in Denver after they signed Jeff Green and retained Jamichael Green. So that's one of the names to add to it. We're going to talk about players that are still out there. Uh, Paul Millsap still out there on the market right now. Going to be inter- interesting to see where he lands. At this point, most of the cap room is gone. Um, with the exception yep. of just a little bit here and there, most of the cap room is yep. gone. So it'll be interesting to see where some of these guys land, especially when we get it to a certain Laker. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Wolves? Yeah, they actually did something today. Uh, it's minor, 
but they added Nathan Knight. He's a two-way guy. He's coming in on a two-way. He was on a two-way with the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, he's a big man, showed some promise at points for Atlanta last year as uh, Clint Capella was in. Uh, Onyeka Kongwu wasn't mm-hmm. really ready to go right out of the gate. So, yeah, uh, Nathan Knight in on a two-way in Minnesota. They also officially completed the Torian Prince-Ricky Rubio trade. And here I was all expecting to say that they didn't do anything. Ha. and then I, But I, I missed it. Me, my man. I missed it. I'm ready. I missed it. <laughs> Nothing gets past me the uh <laughs> the thunder i like it keith i like it. see you're catching all this stuff that uh that i miss some people were saying we missed some stuff last night again i'm just gonna fall back on the fact that it was like two in the morning when we when we did yeah. this show it was two in the morning and people were like you didn't talk about this guy who got added in the draft we did it oh, we did a whole draft oh yeah show. i saw that you know go go you know go watch that we talked about everybody there oh right, trust me and if we did forget yeah we forgot because it was two in the morning keith somebody put this in our in our chat this is this is how busy we've been with free agency. We didn't notice that we passed 7,000 subscribers. Oh, we did. <laughs> we Look did. at that. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, hey. everybody. Really appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, everyone. Very cool. I appreciate you all. Very cool. Yeah, that's great. Um, hey, well, well, let, let me pause here. Well, the Thunder did nothing um yeah you know t- t- today um and, and the thunder kind of they're doing what the thunder does they're, they're kind of kind of sit this out and then then when teams are like oh crap we need to clear space to sign that free agent we thought we could get the thunder would be like hi we're here draft pick right. please um <laughs> but let me throw a number at you i don't know if you saw this i tweeted it earlier today but i know it gets lost in the the flow of news um at at six o'clock Eastern, so 24 hours into free agency, there had been just over 70 free agent deals agreed to, mm-hmm. and there had been four extensions signed for for over 2.5 billion Ooh. in new money. Wow, 2.5 billion in new money. So clearly, the league is healthy. They're doing well. I think um, they know the new TV contract is coming, mm-hmm. and they're going to be okay. And also. This is a good sign that everybody, like we have said for months, well, we've been saying it for months, a month on this channel, teams looked at it and said, Bucks, Suns, why not us? Yep. Yeah, well, why not us? And we're seeing these teams load up and get after it. So, um, so yeah, so there, there, there's our brief interlude, $2.5 billion spent, none of, almost none of it by the Oklahoma City Thunder, a little bit on Mike Muscala, but we talked about that yesterday. Uh, Portland Trailblazers. He, he just real quick, if anybody noticed my my minor reaction there, there was a second. Again, this is how punchy we are at this point. I didn't think you said Bucks Suns. I thought you said something else. I thought maybe you were really mad at the Suns for some reason. And <laughs> and, and it and it caught me off guard. So if anybody saw that's what I was reacting to, not some Woj bomb or anything else. Then then I caught up and uh, we're good now. My mom might eventually watch this. I'm not going to use that kind of language <laughs> on here. Um, <laughs> the uh, Portland Trailblazers they added Tony Snell today. I, I minimum signing. He's one of the better shooters yeah. in the league. Um, so. I, sure, why not for the minimum? Uh, they lost though. Carmelo Anthony. We'll talk about him uh, a little bit later when we get to the Lakers. But we'll see. That's actually kind of a loss for them. Um, you know, probably means Derek Jones Jr. is going to have to step up, play play more minutes uh, for them than he did last year. He was kind of in and out of the rotation, and then mostly out as the season went along. Uh, but yeah, Melo moving on. Um, you know, I so because I don't want to forget it when we get to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I thought the way he announced it was pretty cool. That was like his, yeah. That uh, that was pretty neat. Kind of flipping his logo, Lakers L there. I, I you know, th- those kind of things. I th- th- those will get me, man. I get fired up on those. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a fun little thing. And obviously, you know, hey, look, I'm biased because Lakers and all that kind of stuff. But but still, just I like those kind of fun things with with announcements where players kind of put a little bit of creativity into them and, and make something out of it. It's fun. And, you know, and it shows these guys get as excited about this stuff as we do. Too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of fun with it. Uh, Utah Jazz. So the Jazz, we, we know they were kind of in cost-cutting mode a little bit when they mm-hmm. waived their or not waived traded Derek favors to the thunder with a first round pick they traded their first round pick for some second rounders um and then they lost george niang today uh george niang's actually better than i think people think and he was mm-hmm. a key part of that rotation as their backup four man um and he shot he's shot over 40 percent from three the last three years on increasing volume each year too i think he was over four mm-hmm. attempts per game in 16 minutes off the bench that's that's pretty good you know there so uh, we'll talk about him going to philly in a minute but why they lost him and didn't not bring him back rudy gay Coming in for the full taxpayer mid-level, yep. about $12 million over two years. I really like that signing for Utah. Yeah, I look, I was a, a big proponent of Rudy Gay landing with a contender. Obviously, we talked about him a lot in relation to the Lakers. But but Rudy Gay, I think, is a guy who still has something left in the tank. He can he can bring something there to the Utah Jazz. I like the, uh, the switchiness that he presents, especially if you're running him at the four. You get a little bit more versatility there than if you're running and they didn't do this much but if you're running a too big lineup with with favors and gobert yeah. out there on the floor at the same time but again you know the jazz didn't run that a whole lot but that was the reason why and and there's you know we talked about this when we went over uh the free agents that are out there on the market we talked about how there's a bunch of centers out there that you can get that can fill a role just as easy as somebody else so when you're getting rid of Derek favors and you're bringing in an, another player you're going to find somewhat similar production where the upgrade elsewhere is worth it going from favors to in this case hassan whiteside yeah absolutely so yeah hassan whiteside coming in is is the backup five to to go bear i think fine Right. Yeah. There's, you know, on a minimum, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with, um, uh, Yudoka Azabuki. Um, he's, he's playing, he was their first round pick last year. He's kind of the Tony Bradley replacement, um, as they traded on from him to move off some salary. So we'll see, you know, what ultimately happens with, with, uh, Azabuki if he's ready. Um, if, if he is, then Whiteside will be what he was with the Kings, which is, kind of turned into their third center right. and some depth. But, but yeah, I, th- I think right now it's, uh, you know, they, they they're they've done well, you know, to to rebound and resign Mike Conley. I think the Jazz are going to be, you know, uh, probably just about as strong a team as they were last season. I like that they hung on to uh, to Joe Ingles too for them. You know, there was some talk that they might have to have to trade him in order to free up a little space. I like that they were able to get away with not doing that. I think he's just so key to what they do. Um, and he's a lot of fun to watch too when you're watching that team play. Uh, the Golden State yep. Golden State Warriors. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, I think we talked about it last night. The Steph Curry contract i believe that it happened by the time we maybe maybe i think so yeah probably <laughs> if not i mean great yeah right or was that today was that today? it is all blending together at this point <laughs> well let's talk about it just in case sure. you didn't but uh here's the thing that stood out to me the final year of that extension 59.6 million dollars oh, when my. he was 37 years old you know, see, he's, he's almost just shy of being the first $60 million man uh, in, in the NBA. So a lot of money. But you know what? As I made the point today, I did, did a radio hit and somebody's like, is that really worth it to Golden State? 
And I was like, I don't think they have that new arena if they didn't have Steph Curry yep. and win all those championships. So, yeah, it's worth it. You know, he's made more money for them than they could probably reasonably uh, pay him back. So, yeah, it's worth it. Yep, I agreed 100%. And if you have a chance to check out that arena, it is gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. So go go check that one out if you're in the area. Find yourself there. Yeah. Um, Warriors added uh, Nemanja Bielitsa uh, on a minimum. Yes. Um, yeah, which is is a nice pickup for them. They still have their taxpayer mid level, as we know. Auto Porter Jr. came in on a minimum. Bielitsa now on the minimum. So a couple nice depth forwards for them. You know, uh, Bielitsa kind of gives them a standstill shooter. Do a little bit off the dribble attack and a mm-hmm. closeout here or there. Um, and then Porter, you know, we'll see what they can get out of those guys. But you know, I, I, not not bad. It's you know just depth for the Warriors. Uh, that's all that is. Yep. Yeah. Which is, uh, I mean. Look, I know a lot of people were hoping that they would make the big home run move. They would trade 7-14 and 14 and Wiseman and get something major. But I think they've done a nice job at least giving themselves a, a well-rounded lineup, a decently deep lineup mm-hmm. as well in lieu of being able to make that home run move. Because I think that just wasn't it wasn't on the table for them. Yeah, agreed. Yep, nah, I'm with you. All right. Uh, Clippers. Clippers. Haven't done anything else. Nick Batum yesterday, we talked about that. Uh, Reggie Jackson's still sitting out there. You know, we'll see. Uh, what I've heard on Reggie Jackson is teams just expect if we throw him at even the non-taxpayer mid-level offer, that the Clippers are just going to immediately beat it with his early bird rights. And, you know, it sounds like he's just going to stay there. So probably just a matter of time. Yeah. You know, maybe the Clippers would like to get him a little cheaper if they could uh, keep that tax bill down. But, I mean, at that point, you're just talking Steve Ballmer's money. So who really cares? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, Kawhi, he's, you know, hasn't done anything yet, but – Kawhi works on Kawhi time. Yep. He's not gonna, you know, do anything until he's absolutely ready to to do it. And there's no there's no place else for him to go anymore. Everybody's spent their money. So obviously yeah, the entire a, yeah. the entire NBA is operating as though he's staying, so that means he's mm-hmm. staying. Yeah, and it's funny, people have said, Well, what about a sign and trade to, to this team? Or you know, Oklahoma City still has cap space. Yeah, I'm fairly certain Kawhi Leonard's not going to the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, no offense to the Thunder or to to you know the city uh, the city of Oklahoma City, I guess that's how you say that. That's weird. Um, <laughs> they, you know, but it's a. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> it's uh, you know, but yeah, it's, he's not going there, and nobody's doing a sign and trade for no. Kawhi. He's just going to resign. The question now is how long, and it's basically going to be he's going to tell the Clippers this is what I want to do, and the Clippers are going to say okay. okay. Yep, they will hand that yep. over gladly. All right, I think that other team in LA might have done something. Yeah, did did a few things today. The Lakers, um, look, they they even things out. They had four signings yesterday and then four signings today or one re-signing, I suppose. Um, bringing in, I guess let's do the re-signing first. Taylor Horton Tucker coming in on a on a 3-year deal. Um, solid deal, you know. It comes out to yeah. uh, about 32 million. You you'll certainly take that the upside is there for THT again the big question mark is the three-point shooting if that comes around then uh then he could be very very good at some point uh if it doesn't come around then his ceiling is a bit lower but uh again this is a guy that's six four seven one wingspan incredibly versatile on the offensive end of the floor his defense's profile just because of the uh the physical nature of his game is is pretty solid so i'm excited about what he can bring in the future did get i believe a player option in that third year which we've seen the lakers do in the past similar to what they did with kyle kuzma gave him a third a third year player option so that's something that um i guess we should have anticipated but tht stays with the los angeles lakers and it does appear that they kind of they they chose tht over caruso which i think is if push came to shove i know a lot of lakers fans wanted them to keep both but if they had to decide between the two, they were always going to bet on the upside of THT. 
yeah, I think that's the and that's the right move. Um, you know, the younger player, uh, you're you're hoping he develops his, his shot, as you mentioned. If he does, steal, mm-hmm. right? That's a steal of a deal. And even if he doesn't, it's probably still okay. Um, it's you know certainly not going to hurt anything. And if for no other reason, it's a nice uh, matching salary and a trade down the line. If you know that's the direction they really wanted to go, um, he won't be trade eligible now till January fifteenth because of the raise he's getting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, with that, so um, normally it's December fifteenth for a guy you sign, but if they get a big enough raise, it becomes um, uh, January fifteenth. So I'm like ninety nine percent sure that's accurate. I'm not going to look it up right now. If it if that's wrong, I'll come back and correct it later. But I'm pretty sure it's it's correct. Um, yeah, so I, I like that one there. And I think part of why Caruso leaving mm-hmm. was offset a little bit by a couple of their other moves today. They added yes. Malik Monk, uh, Kendrick Nunn, and Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about Monk and Anthony first, yep. both on the minimum. Uh, the Malik Monk one was a little bit of a surprise, I think, to a lot of people that he came in on the minimum. Um, it's not a huge surprise to me because... I think for Monk, this is a guy who's had some troubles. He was yep. out of the league a year ago, um, you know, with, with uh, some real personal stuff with, you know, some drug issues and the like. Right. Sounds like he really put that behind him, uh, salvaged his career. And now he comes in and uh, him and Wayne Ellington, they'll, they'll wage some shootouts for the best shooter on the Lakers right now. Yeah, look, I mean, solid signing, especially because one of the, the chief complaints, aside from Caruso walking away from Lakers fans, has been – they're so old, right? This team, this team, I mean, people have been making all of the jokes about how uh, Taylor Horton Tucker is going to have to show everybody else on the team how to open a, a PDF or how to sit down without groaning or, or you know, <laughs> things of things of that nature, right? Because this, I like all of them. They I love it. They, and, you know, my favorite one was the blockbuster one where oh, LeBron told the front office, that was good. you're not allowed to sign with the Lakers if you didn't rent a movie at Blockbuster. <laughs> that one got me. It hit me at like the perfect time when I just found it hilarious and i laughed for like five minutes that was that was definitely a good one but uh but malik monk <laughs> comes in and, and again i i loved all these jokes too because it's not it's accurate you know it's a, it's a legitimate concern yeah, that the team old. that it's been dealing with injuries last season i mean just ridiculously injured all season long last year and now they bring in as you know an, an older squad so malik monk is able to kind of push back against that a little bit 23 years old shot over 40 percent from three last season and kind of a second draft guy right where things didn't work out with the hornets yep. and uh and now the lakers give him a look uh he kind of bet on himself by taking a better minimum minimum one-year deal then look to hit the uh the free agent market next year yeah absolutely so the, the, those were the you know um the minimum guys and, and Carmelo Anthony, we don't need to spend a lot of time. We know what Carmelo Anthony is, mm-hmm. you know, right? He's, he's Carmelo Anthony. He's going to score somewhere between 10 and 15 points per game, depending on how much he plays. He's not going to play a lot of defense. He's a better rebounder than people think. And, and on those nights when LeBron sits out or AD sits out, you can throw him the ball, you know, for 20 to 25 shots and let him do his thing. Yep. And it's a, it's a solid fit, especially now that, yeah. now that Kyle Kuzma's out the door, right? Yep. That's it. Yeah, I I would not be surprised if he is um, just as productive as Kyle Kuzma. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And he's thirty seven, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, and on a minimum contract. And on a minimum contract. Um, yeah, but then Kendrick Nunn got the bulk of the taxpayer mid level. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers kept a little bit open. Uh, guys in the chat, I'm going to tell you right now, 
we don't answer the question if you ask it 55 times. <laughs> um, so you can just stop. Um, so I will tell you, uh, go back to Kendrick Nunn. Uh, they left a little bit um, of that open. My guess is that might have been to you know sign somebody to a longer than a two-year minimum if, if uh, you know, let's say, uh, Joel Ayayi yes. or um, Austin Reeves pops at Summer League and they want to bring him off the two-way right away. You know, they, they, they might have been there. So, so yeah, so I think that is, um, you know, maybe may the way it goes. So And that is um, something that yeah, they learned from the Taylor Horton-Tucker situation. That's why THT is yep. hitting restricted free agency now because they didn't have yeah, any of yeah. that space available when he was a, a rookie in order to give him that longer contract. So that's, you know, it, it's minor, but can be major depending yeah. on what happens. Absolutely. So I'm going to show, I'm not going to shout him out by name, but I know he watches the show and he listens. So he'll, he'll get this. Um, I'm not going to ask you to the way he asked me. I'll just tell you because I'm too tired to think of a clever way to do it. Talon Horton Tucker is now the third highest paid player from the 2019 draft class. Wow. That's, yeah, behind only Zion and John ja Morant. That's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive for yeah. a second rounder. Good work for THT. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, guys, I lost today. They waived Alfonso McKinney. Yes. Not really a surprise. We we kind of knew that was coming. Um, they'll bring in somebody cheaper on a minimum because McKinney's minimum and cap hold because he was on that longer contract, um, which, you know, that helped them complete a couple trades mm-hmm. last year. So, you know, well, worth it. Um, but he was at $1.9 million. They'll they'll now refill that roster spot with somebody on a veteran veteran minimum about one point seven. So they'll save about two hundred k there. Um, Andre Drummond left for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that on that side. And then Markeith Morris left for Miami. Um, Miami. And then you know, so I think Anthony's kind of the the Anthony and Ariza are the Morris replacement. You know, mm-hmm. in, in a sense, not bad. Uh, Dwight Howard's clearly the Andre Drummond replacement. I, I think you know that's fine too. Um, yeah, let's see. I, I think they need one more big, you know, at this point now. Well, one more big, one more uh, probably pure point guard uh, feels like, right? They've got two roster spots, mm-hmm. right? Or three? Three, three now with, with McKinney three. gone. I, so, yeah. I think so, maybe they bring, they leave one open um, yeah, just, to, just, in, just to deal with, you know, like Summer League. Like you mentioned, if, um, you know, sure. if one of those guys, the two-way guys plays really well, then maybe they get brought into a full spot just to kind of give them that incentive. Yeah. Um, uh, but I'll also say, look, that the chat, so many people are asking what's going on with, with Dennis Schroeder. What, what happens now? Keith, what, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know, man, Dennis Schroeder, we talked about this last night. We they didn't get any better today, you know, or I guess, uh, what, what is this? I don't know. I can't do math right now. 20 hours later. Yeah. I uh, did, didn't get, did not get any better, um, for him. He, he was in, uh, you know, a rough, rough spot there so um i don't know what he's gonna do now i've thrown out there it wouldn't be the worst idea for him to just run it back with the lakers but now they have um, Kendrick you know, take, take whatever it is they offer him and, you know and if i was the lakers i'd even what i would kind of do is say hey we'll give you more money but you need to promise us on a one-year deal that you will not block a trade if we want to do that now that's not something they could ever hold right. him to um but if they could kind of do that if they wanted to say hey we'll give you 15 million dollars um for one year but you can't block a trade if we want to trade you in season then maybe you go that direction but yeah i'm not sure i don't know where it's coming for him it's it's i mean 
those teams have dried up. The, the money's either dried up or the roles are dried up. And, and I'm just not seeing it. No one's going to do a big sign and trade or anything like that. None of that's happening. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's such a weird situation for him to be in now because the music has stopped. There's no chairs left and, and he's still standing. Um, I don't, I mean, we've even some of the teams that we talked about, like that maybe he could, he could wind up with like, I mean, I guess the Knicks maybe, or if he just takes a tiny amount, but like, yeah, I don't think so. So, but if you're Dennis Schroeder, do you even like, if the Lakers say, Hey, we'll give you 10 million bucks and nobody else can give you that. Cause we've got your bird rights um, just to come back, but you've got to be a backup guard. Now, like, is that an appealing? You just take it just because yeah. you've got yeah, nothing else. Cause he'd be a sixth man on the, you know, on a championship contender. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he's still better than Kendrick Nunn. And I like Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. He's a better player than Kendrick Nunn. You know, so yeah, you put him behind Westbrook. The night's when Westbrook sits out, he starts. You know, um, the night's when, you know, maybe Westbrook doesn't really have it going. He plays 25 minutes, you know, something like that. They, 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 you know, you could play the two of them together, you mm-hmm. know, conceivably um, at times as well. So yeah, I would 100%. You know, um, you know, take that money if they said, "Here's what it is," and just see, you know, all right, I'll I'll do this. I'll score a ton of points for a really good team that'll raise my profile, you know, even more. You know, especially if they're playing late into the season mm-hmm. and those kind of things. And then I'll be, you know, I'll be there. So yeah, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> the Seventy Sixers are one hundred percent not trading Matisse Thybul for uh, Dennis Schroeder. Oh Go no, put that no, on they're not. They're right not going to do that. Um, no, no one's given up anything of value. I mean, these teams are just sign them if they wanted them. Yeah. They're, they're not going to, you know, no one's going to do a sign and trade for anything good for him. That, that, that ship has long since sailed. Um, let me throw out one more thing. Uh, our friend Eric Pincus threw out there, and he's just speculating, but he said, look, the Kings have added all these bigs, and I know we're going to get to them. Uh, might they part ways with, with Damian Jones? You know, you mentioned the Lakers could probably use one more big. That was yeah. a guy who actually made some waves with the Lakers. Last yep. season, I like that. Maybe that's an option. Yeah, my guess is the Kings are going to waive either him or Chimezi Metu. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one, but yeah, I, I think Jones would be nice for the Lakers. You know, if they they wanted to go that way, like I even think like a guy like Kasam Whiteside would have been good for sure. the Lakers just as a third third big. It's just going to be somebody who comes in and understands. You're behind Gasol and Howard. We're not going to play you all that much. AD's going to play minutes at the five two, you know. But you're here if we need you. You know, again, somebody's out. Somebody, you know, those are older guys. They're probably not going to play eighty two games. Before we move off the Lakers, I have a question for you. Yeah. What's your over under on games? And this is assuming reasonable health for all of Davis, James, and Westbrook that they play together in the regular season. And they're all reasonably healthy. Yeah, so right, I mean, say, I think at this point it's fair to say Davis is going to miss somewhere between 12 and 20 games, right? I think yeah. Westbrook is going to miss 15 to 20 games. James is probably going to miss something. I'm probably giving the leading there with doing the math for you, but well, what's your thought? How many, what's your over under our games played? Those, those I, three are all in regular season only. I suspect that some of the games missed are going to be kind of a preventative thing where yep. they're going to rest some of 100%. these guys. And so I think that in the ideal situation, it's going to be some games that you're sitting out just for preventative reasons or precautionary reasons, I guess I should say. And that hopefully will lessen the number of long stretches where the player is out. So, I mean, half, so 41 maybe. And that's, and that's my optimistic take. See, so 
I'm I'm glad you said that because I I've been going really lower on it mm-hmm. just because I think uh, it could you know it could be even lower on that. This doesn't mean I think these guys are only going to play twenty or thirty games, no. but I've been saying between twenty and thirty that Together, all three of them right. play, and that's part of why you go get Westbrook is so you know if LeBron wakes up and he's like yeah my ankle's a little bit sore today you can sit him and just yeah. say sit because you know um, last year's team didn't have a lot of depth so they by the end it was hey you guys got to kind of play through this stuff because you know we don't have this and I know they missed a whole bunch of games leading up to the playoffs mm-hmm. but clearly they probably wouldn't have been playing even at the end I, I you know in an ideal world so yeah I think that yeah, all right, I feel a little bit better because I was like, maybe I'm really lowballing this. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I was starting to be like, is my 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 math brain crazy here? Um, yeah, but yeah. All right, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix. Um, Javale McGee. Javale McGee. Did yeah, I? And I don't know. Did we, we talk, talk Javale McGee? Did we? Yeah, we maybe. talked to him yesterday. Okay. I think maybe not. Yeah, we did because we said nice, you know, addition behind Aiden with Sarch out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I got asked yeah. about Javale on a radio show today, and it all blurred <laughs> together. <laughs> Yeah, it is all blending together for sure. Um, Abdel made a resign there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he had a nice little run for Phoenix before he got hurt. They trust him, uh, you know. You know, yeah, wing wing depth there. You know, guy guy can do a little bit with the ball in his mm-hmm. hands on the wing. So, uh, it's kind of funny. I think he's almost a little bit like the precursor to Talon Horton Tucker, uh, in a, in a way. Um, they're similarly sized ish. Nader's a little bit bigger. Uh, Horton Tucker's got more uh, skill to his game, a little little quicker, a little bit better with the ball in his hands. But a couple Iowa State guys, Iowa State man, they just crank out these dudes that are like six four to six eight that handle the ball and do a lot of different stuff. You know, it's it's, it's kind of fun. Uh, all right, Sacramento. The only thing that they did was lost us on Whiteside yep. uh, to to the Jazz. Not a big loss for them. They've got bigs kind of coming out their ears yep. uh, on that side. Um, there. All right. All right. Dallas. Uh, Dallas. Nothing. Dallas. Nothing. Nothing today. He, Quiet day. Sounds like though they might be honing in on Goran Dragic. Sounds like that is maybe starting to make some progress, and you know things get done there. Sounds like they're kind of just tossing back and forth ideas. Um, Toronto doesn't want to buy out Dragic. They want to trade him uh, versus you know buying him out. So, but it's on. I would say better than fifty percent chance by opening night. Goran Dragic is on the Mavs. Is that one of Schroeder's kind of last hopes that the Dragic thing falls apart and then Dallas needs a point guard? Maybe they just don't have any way to pay him. That's the problem. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess you know if he wants to take the non-taxpayer, sure, but yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I I spent a lot of time today looking for teams that he you know makes sense for, and I think it just I don't know, and I don't know that he's the best fit next to Luca either True. i think that's a kind of a weird fit there because you not that Dragic is a you know great defender but Dragic is also his i mean that's his, his countryman his buddy they're you know and he and yeah. he's used to throughout his nba career we've seen him play both on and off the ball that's kind yeah, of what exactly what he does that's one of the nice parts about his game yep uh houston will whip right through here they yep. didn't do anything today either uh, quiet for them. Memphis, same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, quiet day for them. Uh, New Orleans uh, re-signed Didi Luzada. He was their second-round pick of, uh, you know, a couple years ago. He was stashed overseas. Then they brought him in at the end of last year. Uh, this was one of those ones where they had a team option. They declined it. And now they re-signed him to a four-year contract because all they could give him was two years uh, last year because they didn't have the cap space to go any further uh, with that. So, you know, he, he'll be there. Six-foot-five wing. Yeah, we'll see how their rotation pans out uh, as they added Sadoransky, Temple, Devontae Graham, um, 
confusing weird team i they i gotta let yeah. them get a little more finished before i have better thoughts and then james johnson um went to the nets uh they lost him mm-hmm. uh san antonio continue to do stuff yeah uh, we already talked about rudy gay uh they also lost patty mills to the brooklyn nets yep. uh so we'll talk about that uh and then demar Derozan sign and trade kind of out of nowhere to the chicago bulls for al farouk aminu thaddeus young a first round pick and uh, I think a couple seconds um, also went to, went to the Spurs. So Spurs don't usually play in that world, and they did all right. You know, Young's an interesting guy. I like it a lot more if the Spurs say, hey, we're going to flip Thaddeus yes. Young at some point in season, which is not a very Spursy thing no. to do. Um, my guess is they're going to keep him early on. They're going to try to be competitive out of the gate, see what they, they look like with all those young guards that they have, um, McDermott, Maybe Zach Collins eventually plays for them uh, if he can get healthy and go go there. Um, but yeah, you know, getting a first round pick really, if nothing else, for a guy who wasn't a part of your future, that's pretty solid work. And the Bulls now three first round picks traded in you know, the span of you know, a few months because they traded two to Orlando for Nick Vucevic, yep. uh, and then this one. The earliest the Spurs can get that pick is twenty twenty five because the the Bulls or the Magic a pick in twenty twenty three if it's uh, that's got some protections on it. But my guess is it'll probably deliver. And we'll get to the the Bulls side of it as far as bringing in Demar Derozan yep. in just a bit here uh, for San Antonio. The the Spurs are just never going to rebuild. Right, that's that's where they're going to continue adding these guys that are okay, but not good enough to really do a whole lot for them. And that's kind of what Thaddeus Young is right now. And like you said, if they wanted to, if they wanted to trade these pieces, maybe they would be getting somewhere. But I wonder if they're just waiting for Popovich to retire before they fully rebuild and really, really do it right. Um, Yeah, I kind of wonder if they feel like they owe it to him. Yeah, you know, we 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 can't do this to him to bottom it out yeah. fully, and you know we want to be competitive w- with this. And then they added Jock Landale, um, you know, an Australian, because apparently they must have one on the roster. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they lost one in Patty Mills, but they added another one. Landale's an interesting guy. He, he was, uh, I believe, the MVP of the uh, uh, Australian NBL. Uh, I think they call it the Grand Finals, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, kind of kind of fun there. So yeah, so you know, we'll see. You know what he is, but he's a big. You know, so he'll be uh, kind of in the mix with Pirtle and Collins and, mm-hmm. and those other guys. All right, let's uh, let's east? head east. Let's start with your squad, let's do it. the Celtics. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, they still haven't done anything, Keith. And I've got so many people. I've got I've seen people just making fun of the Celtics. And don't get me wrong, like that it, it warms my heart a little bit. I'm not going to lie, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's disingenuous to look at what the Celtics are saying and be, are doing and be frustrated. We all know what they're doing. We know why they're not making moves. They're keeping cap room clear. And if it works, you're going to have Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum together and, and Jalen Brown. Like this could be a home run move for them. Even if it's frustrating in the short term, when you're watching all these other teams do stuff. Yeah, it's so I went on a little, little mini rant on uh Twitter this afternoon. Um, I don't buy what they're trying to sell. And then, we know how these teams all do it. They all have their people they work through with the media. Mm-hmm. Every team has their people. Yep. Um, one of the things that's going on right now that they're kind of pitching out there is we're not going to spend the the exception to because we don't want to be in the um, position where we are a tax team because next year we plan to spend a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. It is almost impossible to use cap space and then be a tax team in the same year 
So they'll spend money, sure, right up to the cap, and then a little bit over it with the room exception and some minimums. The only way you can pull that off to use cap space and then go way past it is like what the Heat have done, which is add a bunch of guys, and then you have somebody like Duncan Robinson yeah. with a teeny tiny little cap hold that you resign for big, big money, and that pushes you past. Kind of like what the Lakers have done. Right. If you, they didn't use cap space, but they, they added all these guys, and you had the THT with the little cap hold, and you zoom right past. That's not the case for the Celtics. They don't have one of those guys. They, you know, unless uh, you know one of their two-way players or something pops and you know looks absolutely amazing, you know, and right sure. now does that that's not going to happen. Um, they're not in that position, so it really becomes, for me, it's disingenuous to say we're going to be spending a lot of money next year because you're not going to be that team. I am starting to believe that this team does not want to be in the tax ever if they can avoid it. And here's my thing on this. They paid 19 years ago. This ownership group bought this team for $360 million. When the franchise evaluations just came out recently, $3.2 billion. That's almost nine times worth in valuing for what they paid for it. Either spend the money or sell the team to somebody who will. This is ridiculous that, you know, every year they create this barrier. Um, and I'm not saying re-signing Evan Fournier to a long-term deal was the right thing. I understand keeping the cap sheet clean. Yeah. But there are helpful players you could go spend a little bit of money on right now that would really help you, um, you know, this upcoming season. And to this point, they're just sitting on it and saying absolutely not. So you're saying you, what you would want to see and what you're saying Celtics fans would want to see is one-year deals so that yeah. you know, that cap room would be clear. For the following, because that yep. is still that's still like the end game, right? Is to Bradley Beal is going to be a free agent. 100%. Go and go and get him in 2022. Um, but for the and that's and now they're starting to sell this down yeah. the line, right? Of like, hey, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, and then when it doesn't happen, people are going to flip out. Oh, for sure. Like stupid yes. Brad Stevens couldn't get it done. Yeah. And the reality is, we don't even know if that's the case. Like we, we we don't even know. So I'm looking at it right now, right? One of the things that they could use is kind of a combo forward to come off the bench. Mm -hmm. Well, Kelly Oubre Jr. is just sitting out there. He sure is. You know, who knows what they're going to do? You could throw him, you know, the taxpayer mid-level offer, bring him in and move forward. You could, if you wanted to add a shooter, you could go get somebody like Bryn Forbes. Uh, before point guards started flying off the board, you could have got involved on Kendrick Nunn, potentially. You know, sure. maybe Patty Mills. But, you know, and I'm not saying you just spend it just to spend it. If it turns out, you know, hey, there just wasn't anybody available. But, you know, people were linking him to Danny Green and all these other guys. Sure, you know, I, I guess, but you know, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I, they just there's no indication to me that this team has any interest at all in in spending into the tax. And and I'm not saying you got to you know spend a crap ton of money deep into the tax and re-signing Fournier and going you know super deep into it. That probably wasn't the right decision uh, to do that, and and they made the right one by letting him walk. But just you know, spending a little bit into the tax when you're not going to pay it next season. You can't sell people a false thing of we're going to spend money next year. And I'll now I'll step down off my soapbox and, you know, we can move on. No, that, that was a good point there, Keith, for the, the Boston Celtics. I mean, hard to argue that they probably should have spent some money there. Again, I think that, that ultimately keeping the cap sheet clean is the right way to go. Sure. Um, just looking at, you know, hey, are we going to be able to win a championship with this group? Well, maybe if you had in Bradley Beal. Uh, but otherwise, I can understand the frustration there then. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, 
They win the Patty Mills sweepstakes. The Lakers and the Nets were competing yeah. for Patty Mills. The Lakers wound up, if we want to say the word settling, sure, for, for Kendrick Nunn, because the Nets were able to sign Patty Mills to that taxpayer mid-level exception. So nice pickup for them. Veteran, um, if they get Team Australia Patty Mills, they got a, a star player. If they got NBA Patty Mills, they got a pretty good reserve guard. <laughs> a nice role player. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right? It's a, yeah, an absolute superstar if it's a... Uh... Uh, team Australia, Patty Mills, they, they, they'll the pencil win for the title. They're unbeatable because he's uh, that good. And, you know, we might see him beat Team USA. They're playing Australia. That's right. Uh, next, another another post-midnight start. Absolutely killer here on the East Coast. Um, yeah, uh, James Johnson, too, mm-hmm. I, I guess. I mean, all right. You know, I, I don't know. He's I, the one I'm who's sure a black belt, right? Play. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, he's just so. you know he's on the court for a little extra you know yeah. added added security there. Yeah, case. Kevin Durant down, and I'm gonna fight exactly. you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he he's the guy who'll mix it up with the Miami guys now. Yes. We'll, we'll get into Miami. They're, Miami's building a team that might not be very likable outside of Miami. Um, and then Bruce Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. signed the qualifying offer of four point seven million. So here a couple interesting things with that. Um, so that's a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. He has now an implied no-trade clause uh, because he's on a one-year deal that will have bird rights at the end. Um, so that the Nets, they're not going to trade him, but but they can't if they wanted to put his salary in a trade. Um, and then he will be, I believe, let me double check. I think he'll be an unrestricted free agent uh, next year. Let me just check his years of service real quick. Yes, he will be an unrestricted free agent next offseason. So, you know, no long-term deal signed there, but... You know, he'll be back with the Nets, and I like Bruce Brown. Keith, a question. I have received this question for months now. Anytime I talked okay. about the Lakers and their cap situation and how difficult it would be to add players to their roster and dealing with a hard cap and anything that involved the Lakers' salaries being restricted or moves the Lakers could make being restricted by the salary cap, I had never failed that a response would be, what about the Nets? Why can they have three stars and then sign all of these <laughs> yeah. guys? And lo and behold, sure. that question popped up in our chat. How are the Nets able to have a big yeah. three plus DeAndre Jordan and Joe Harris's huge contracts and then be able to re-sign Bruce Brown to $5 million and Patty Mills for $6 million? How is that possible? Keith, I think clearly the answer is the Nets are cheating, right? That's that's, that's what's happening. That's all it is. Yep. Cheaters. Yep, that's it. Moving on. Now. <laughs> uh the Warriors, right? How how are the Warriors able to do what they've done? Mm-hmm. The reality is it's using your bird rights and then it's uh you know making trades to add you know slightly bigger salaries and then making trades to add slightly bigger salaries and, and those kind of things. And I think for the Nets, if we go back to when they added Durant Harving Harving. <laughs> I just combined them into one <laughs> one person. Um I need I need to go to bed when we're done. As soon as we're done, I'm going to bed. Um Durant Harden and Irving, uh, <laughs> they they had Joe Harris and Spencer Dinwiddie on little contracts because if mm-hmm. you remember, those two guys were added when the Nets were in what I like to call the diamond mining process. Mm-hmm. They were just bringing guys in, bringing guys in, bringing guys in. This was when they were kind of bottomed out after that trade with the Celtics. They brought in Dinwiddie, tried him out. Dinwiddie popped. They kept Dinwiddie around. Tried out Joe Harris. Joe Harris popped, kept Joe Harris around. But when they signed to those guys, they had them on little contracts. And then much like what I just said, it's hard to use cap space and then be a tax team in the same offseason. They signed to those three guys and then added, uh, then re-signed to those guys to big contracts. Now, how are they adding Patty Mills? 
taxpayer mid-level exception, same as the Lakers did with Kendrick Nunn. Uh, how did they add? Who who was the other guy that got thrown in in that question? There was somebody else. I think it was somebody from my uh, oh, Bruce, Brown. Oh, they Bruce, Brown, had yeah. Bruce Brown. They had him already. So um, yeah, they traded for him. Yeah. So you know, so that is bird rights. That's kind of the equivalent to. Uh, Talon Horton Tucker, right? You, mm-hmm. you, they accept the Lakers signed, re-signed Horton Tucker to a bigger deal. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, so it's all that, legal. That's how you do it. It's all legal. It's not. They're not actually cheating. Hey, uh, Keith. Apparently, there's a thing going around on social media, and this is a complete derailing here. But a buddy of mine just texted me this. This is like a legit debate people are having. LeBron James with two years of fight training versus prime Mike Tyson, and people are saying LeBron James. No. Yes. Good Lord, no. That's Mike Tyson. Would kill yes, him. this is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. Two years of training. I my the only thing he'd have on him is reach, and maybe he could run around. Right. But well, are we talking Mike Tyson today? No. Prime. It says Prime Mike Tyson. Oh, good Lord! Like that, Mike Tyson would just, he'd punch him once, and he would probably it wouldn't be, be done. close. It wouldn't be close. Yeah. I mean, come on. This is you know what this screams. People never saw Prime Mike Tyson. That's fight. what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, prime Mike Tyson fight was that. That was much watched TV. Yep. I mean, he he might you know I, I you know I like LeBron. Uh, Mike Tyson might kill him. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, like Mike Tyson now yeah. would would win, right? Yeah, I would. You, you know, people it'll come around. Yeah, I like it comes around. You know, when it's slow mm-hmm. in our world, it comes around and people will throw out there like, "How much would you have to be paid to take a punch, one punch from Mike Tyson?" And I'm like, "Enough to pay the medical pay bills. all my medical bills <laughs> and a healthy you know amount on top of that." Because yep. you know, Mike, Mike Tyson would destroy. You know, be, yeah, he'd punch you once, and I'd be I'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah, I would cry. I'd cry and beg him not to. I'd ask if I could pay him. Yeah, yeah. I give you half. Will you just yeah, take it yeah, easy exactly. on me? Will you? Will you yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, a glancing blow. I don't even know where we were. Well, we're at the Knicks oh, now. Brooklyn. We're we're, we're jumping <laughs> yeah, over. We're, we're jumping now. over to the Knicks. Um, yeah, quiet. Yeah, quiet pretty, Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson. Or will resign there. The Knicks are sitting on still about eight million in cap okay. space. Uh, Gibson's going to come back on the minimum, so they they can renounce him. We'll see what they do with that eight million. Yeah, I mean, they should, still they should offer it guys. to Schroeder if he would take yeah. it. I mean, they need a point guard still. I guess I don't know. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll talk about who's out there for the point guards okay. when we get there. I, I might go a different direction. Seventy six. Uh, I could live with Emmanuel quickly and Derek Rose. Oh, quite frankly, uh, Philadelphia uh, waived George Hill. Yep. Would have become guaranteed today at a little over ten million. They'll have a cap hit on the books of just uh, just under two million uh, for him. And then they signed George Niang and Andre Drummond. Uh, the Drummond thing is absolutely hilarious yes. because uh, his history with Joel Embiid. Oh. Um, I dug that tweet out um, and retweeted it. The one where Embiid tweeted about how much real estate he owns and Drummond's head. It's funny, guys. Go look up that tweet because the first reply on it is from Lenny Dykstra of the perils of investing in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> and so somebody said in it, I, I don't know why I find this so funny. They're like, I don't think he needs advice from a crackhead. <laughs> that just killed me. And that's like, like a four year old tweet, I think. So, yeah. So they're, they're, that there's that too. Um, there's a bit more to that, fine. more to that as well. Andre Drummond, yeah, it was right. like a month ago, somebody asked him on Instagram, you know, you need to, you should sign with the Lakers for the, or you should sign with for the veteran minimum. And he made a comment. I believe it was something yeah. like, are you drunk or, or something like that? Like, yeah. there's no way I would ever sign. for. And here we are. The money dried up. 
and he got the veteran minimum to be a backup. Yep. Uh, anybody who's read, listened, done anything with me over the years knows exactly how I feel about Andre Drummond. Think he is the most empty stats player in the NBA. Uh, he's a good rebounder in his area, um, but he doesn't chase rebounds. He doesn't block out. He's a horrible defensive player, and he's just not a good offensive player either. He's never adapted his game. He's never been a really good finisher. Uh, he can't do anything outside. He's actually a decent passer. I'll give him credit there. Uh, he can pass the ball, but he, yeah, he's not good. I'd rather have Dwight Howard. I was just going to ask yeah. that. Would you rather have you know, Dwight or, or like Drummond? Dwight Howard's game. And you'd rather have I don't Dwight. even like Dwight Howard's game at this point, but, I, you know, Give me him over over Andre Drummond. George Niang on the flip side, I like that for, for mm-hmm. Philly quite a bit. Um, you know, they re-signed Furkan Korkmaz, was needed as a shooter. I like Niang. I think he's actually better than um, Mike Scott at this point in his career. I think yeah, Niang can move the ball uh, some, and he is a, a pr- pretty good shooter. So I'm, I'm uh, you know, pr- pretty happy with him. Yep. Uh, the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Uh, let me let me pull up their sheet real quick. Uh, nothing added today, yeah. uh, but they did waive three players. They waived uh, Paul Watson, Rodney Hood, who is going to go to the Milwaukee Bucks, and DeAndre Bembry um, was the other guy. They all would have become guaranteed, so they moved on from those three guys uh, today. So we'll see what happens with the Dragic deal, but Toronto, they're just kind of sitting there patient right now. That's, that's going to be their thing, and then they'll work uh, after that. All right, now we get to a big mover, the Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. my. What happened to DeMar DeRozan taking a pay cut? <laughs> and Holy crap. He did, $85 million over three years. He got a raise. He got a raise. Really, he got more money guaranteed than Chris Paul. My goodness. It sounds like Chris Paul's contract is only $75 million in guaranteed money. Andre Drummond got – or Andre Drummond. Oh, no. Look, I'm so fired up. I went right to him. Uh, DeMar DeRozan <laughs> got $85 million guaranteed over three years. Wow. Or 20 – you know, I don't even know what that math is right now. I'm so tired. And here, you know, well over $25 million a year. Here's the thing. Before, before we even get into was this a good move for the Bulls or not, there's so many people on social media that were firing out, see, you can never trust a player when – they say that they'll take less in order to win. It's all about the money. Da, 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 da. And just ranting and raving. It's not like it's just a little bit of a difference, right? If you're looking, <laughs> no, if you're looking at the teams that could have signed, yeah. even if it was a mid-level, even a full mid-level exception team, yeah. you're talking about what? Eight, million. Like $18 million, <laughs> million per yeah. season in, in difference, right? You Like it's yeah. not, it's not like, Oh, he was offered, 10 by a, by a contending team and turned down 12 yeah. from a non-contender. No, it's a giant gap. We're talking about tens upon tens upon tens of millions of dollars yeah. different. I mean, look, winning championships is great, but this is a massive deal that nobody saw coming. I didn't think think DeRozan yeah. was going to get this much Crazy. money. I didn't either. You know, I, I think the Bulls are they're going to be a hell of a lot more interesting than they've been for the last couple of seasons with Ball, Caruso, mm-hmm. DeRozan, Zach Levine, uh, Nick Vucevic. They still have Kobe White um, on that team. You know, Kobe White's going to be, you know, in a bench role where, uh, you know, it might be, hey, Kobe White, you want to shoot, you know, 20 times a game off the bench? Go nuts, my man. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with DeRozan. Uh, my guess is they're going to put uh, him and Patrick Mills there for, or Pat, Patrick Mills, Patrick Williams, their first round pick from last year, put the two of them together uh, in the, the forward spots and, you know, kind of play them 
a little more interchangeably. Uh, DeRozan played a lot of small ball playmaking four. Uh, was effectively his role for the Spurs and kind of rebuilt his career a little bit in, in that. So, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to see. And this has the potential. This has big disaster potential, though, because these were the moves made to convince Zach Levine. And if all of a sudden Zach Levine's like, um, hey, I'm only getting 15 shots a night now. He might not be, you know, overly thrilled, right. you know, with, with this. If you know, if that's you know the direction this goes, Let, let's see. This isn't as seamless as it's thought. I thought Dad Young, as a defensive-minded forward next to Vucevic, made a ton of sense for them. So, you know, they got better perimeter defenders now with Ball and Caruso, but I think their forward defense and their uh, backline defense took a little bit of a hit. Well, and like Kevin Pelton of ESPN, he just skewered the bulls for this move thinks thinks it was awful because of the the amount of money but um but he also he brought up one point that i thought was interesting i think sometimes we get so wrapped up in is this a good contract or is this a bad contract that we overlook like hey these guys actually have to play on the court it's not just the value of of the contracts um but i think he brought up a good point in terms of demar DeRozan, where he really got going and where we really found value was with him as the ball handler and pick and roll and as a guy that can navigate that. But then that means you're taking the ball out of the hands of somebody like Lonzo, of somebody else like Zach Levine. Uh, and yeah. maybe there's not a big enough share of the, of the pie for that to happen. And so then you could create some issues there, not to mention, of course, the spacing. So uh, on one hand, it's, it could be a bit of a messy fit, but at the same time, like Chicago, they're clearly going all in to win right now. It's incredibly important that they make the playoffs this season, just for, for now, as well as their future. Yeah. So I get it. If you're going to go for it, go for it. Then they're going big here. Go for it. Yep. yep. Yeah. A lot, a lot of money invested in, in this team. So let's see you know, where they ultimately land out. Uh, you know, here, they've got depth to fill out now like everybody else. But again, uh, like we've been saying for a little bit now, you can still find depth. There's still some pretty mm-hmm. good players out there. Money's drying up around the league. They're going to be able to fill out. Uh, Cleveland, nothing, nothing today. Uh, they, they completed the Rubio uh Torian Prince trade, but they haven't done anything else. Cleveland's still looking for a wing shooter. Where they're getting it now, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Um, they were in on Furkan Korkmaz. They kind of liked Malik Monk. Um, but yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, Detroit, nothing there today. They they kind of spent all their cap space, so they're just kind of hanging out a little bit now. To uh, the Indiana Pacers, same boat. Um, in that division, they 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 they're right where they're going to mm-hmm. be. Um, you know, on on that one. So yeah. Uh, that's funny. After hitting a game winner to win the basketball tournament, one million dollar prize guard Kiefer Sykes has agreed to a deal with the Indiana Pacers. That's a uh, per shot. Wow, that's pretty that's, fun. That's a cool yeah. thing. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I like that's that. A, that's a that's a that should be a thing, right? If you hit a oh. game winner, you should get a you should get a camp. I like that. I like yeah. that. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, look at that. I'm full of yeah. That. Um, yeah. So well, there it is. There's some Pacers yeah. news. How time, perfect time timing. Full was that? Thank you, Shams. I mean, right, right while we were talking about Pacers, yeah. Thanks, Shams. We appreciate you. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They did some stuff today, or will they're going to add George Hill and Rodney Hood, mm-hmm. uh, both on minimum deals. All right. And neither neither well, replaces PJ Tucker. Deals. He'll might get part of the tax. Yeah, that's the challenge. My guess is they're still going to go with a forward. There, we're going to talk about who who's available. There's somebody I like for them. Uh, if they could get him to kind of be the talker replacement. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, let's, let's see, you know, I think George Hill's at least pretty good for, for them. We know he knows how to play with that group. It's kind of funny after he was traded from there 
in the Drew Holiday trade. And now he's back. To Oklahoma City, then to Philly. Now he's back in Milwaukee. So good for George Hill. Yep. Right? Uh, where are we? Milwaukee. That's the last team in that in that division. So we're Atlanta. at the Southeast Division. Yep. Atlanta. Atlanta lost Nathan Knight and Tony Snell. We already talked about mm-hmm. them on the teams they went to. Uh, Charlotte uh, lost Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. Um, better addition for the Lakers than it is a loss for the Hornets. Yeah. Um, we knew this was coming. They they once they went the cap space route to to get Mason Plumlee, uh, they weren't going to have have any um, you know ability. And then they got Ish Smith. Um, which I think is, you know, let's see how much money he actually got. We don't know yet uh, well, what his contract looks like. So, um, But as a backup point guard, yeah, that, that's great. I know any Celtics fans watching this just cringed because he's a Celtics yeah. killer. right? Everybody has him, right? Has those guys that you just like, oh, we got to play this guy tonight. Do you know he's going to kill you? And Ish Smith's one of those guys for it's the Celtics. Gar- it's Gary Trent Jr. for the Lakers. That's one of them anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah. There's always a few, yeah. right? There's there's like three or four floating around for a long time for Celtics. Um, oddly enough, it was Tyler Johnson. Oh yeah, when, like I remember he matched that. that deal, and Tyler Johnson then wasn't even good mm-hmm. after they matched the deal. He was still like, oh, we're playing Boston. I'm gonna there's, go. Nuts. There's a 25 spot. Yep. Yeah, right. Uh, speaking the of Miami. the Miami Heat. How's that segue? Perfect. Tired and all. Perfect. I worked that right in there perfectly. Um, lost Bealitz and none. Uh, they're gonna add Markeith Morris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Could have just traded none for Morris and made it you know, really complicated for no reason at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, Morris is now right. So Kyle Lowry, Markeith Morris, PJ Tucker, uh, Jimmy Butler. It's a group that's mm-hmm. not overly likable at right. times. You know, I, people might not have a hard time rooting against this Miami team. Um, you know, but Mark Morris, another tough-minded guy. I said uh, on the radio, they're going to knock you down. And then they're going to look at you. And if you go to reach a handout for them to pick you up, they're just going to slap it away and laugh at you. Yep. You know, that's that, that that's a this looks a lot more like a Pat Riley Knicks team than, you know, a, a anything else that's out there. So they're 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 going to beat some guys up. I'm, a couple of people have asked me how big of a loss is none mm-hmm. for them. M- moderately big. So um, it's not none. You know, Kyle Lowry's. Yeah, not none. Yeah. <laughs> that's how tired we are. That's awful. how tired we are right now. <laughs> that was bad. That one was bad. Not none. I, I, it was so bad I liked it, though. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Lowry's going to play the vast majority of the minutes there, but it's you need something else behind him. That's my guess. That's one of the things they're saving for uh, one of these veteran uh, minimum spots. They're, they're going to get somebody mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in there to, to back up Kyle Lowry. Uh, Tyler Hero, I know they they like to play him on the ball a little bit, and you could get away with that one. Butler's out there because he does a lot of the ball handling too, so maybe that's the direction they go. But they need something in reserve behind Kyle Lowry. It's just, you know, I would feel a little uncomfortable uh, at his age going in with him as my only uh, true point guard on the roster, and that's where they're at right now. Okay. Yeah, I I think that – Look, this is a team that's that's trying to make sure that they are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. I think they're going to be right up there at the at the top. I I still have Brooklyn as a tier ahead of everybody else, despite you know their best efforts. But we'll see. I mean, this is this I is agree. a team that look. I mean, they're going to get physical with teams. They're going to do everything they can to uh, to enforce their will, and we'll see where that goes. And I don't want to overlook too. I should say they did resign Gabe Vincent. 
who has shown some stuff mm-hmm. in the Olympics um, for, for Nigeria. Um, he's also you know, flashed at times in the NBA. So he'll probably get some of it, some of those backup minutes. But you, you just want somebody who's you know kind of been there, done that. Like I thought Ish Smith would have been perfect mm-hmm. uh, for that team. Yeah. You know, but he's off the board. All right, let's go down the road from me. Orlando. Just up the road a piece in the city, Orlando. Robin Lopez. Um, this one is absolutely hilarious if you know anything about yes. Robin and Brooke Lopez. They are massive Disney fans. Just absolutely crazy. Uh it never published, but um I spent time with them talking about that uh once. Their their Disney fandom uh back in the day, and then the, the story never ran. Um I actually saw them at Disneyland when I lived in California mm-hmm. a handful of times because uh, they're hard to miss. Two seven-foot guys walking around. It's interesting. So, yeah, so Robin Lopez, the joke was going around. They paid him $5 million, but it's actually just in Disney admissions. <laughs> that's, that's you know, how and he's thrilled. And, you know, $5 million? Yeah. yeah, I'm sure he is thrilled. Um, the other funny thing, too, is Brooke Lopez actually owns a house on Walt Disney World property. Um, they, they built this, uh, this one section they developed and built all these mansions on it. Um, people bought houses. Houses there, Brooke owns it. I would not be surprised if that's where Robin's going to live. Where about because this is like I, I don't live in there. <laughs> Trust me, um, I do not. If I had that kind of money, I would not be here doing this right now. Um, but I live not super far away from there. Uh, Orlando's a weird place where there are uh, you know multi million dollar homes mm-hmm. uh, down the street from uh, you know townhomes and condos and everything else. Um, but it's close enough that I passed by it on my way to the Amway center. So it's about 20 minutes South of Orlando. So would be surprised if that's where Robin Lopez lives. Yeah. Uh, that was a whole lot of nothing about basketball. It's about Robin Lopez. Edition. And the reason why he signed with the, with the magic is to spend yeah. as much time in yeah. Disney world as possible. Yep. People were saying he's going to be in the queue for rise of the resistance every morning, yep. uh, which if you have not ridden rise of the resistance, and you're a Disney fan absolutely fantastic unbelievable best best attraction disney's ever created Mm. um on the court i i don't know i mean i guess you already have one party you have mobamba sure you know why not i'm not a huge mobamba fan if nothing else lopez will beat those two guys up every day in practice make them work and make them better players uh through that that's that's worth five million if you you know think so all right washington um they lost robin lopez and ish smith there we go that closes out the show <laughs> that was not well planned <laughs> that, that's how we ended it but that, that i mean that, that's it that, that's all that's well left. it wasn't i know like <laughs> so. last night we were just serendipitous enough to finish on your giant rant against the san antonio spurs and what they did with zach collins yeah, and everything right? Tonight, well, you know, we're one for two because we finished on the Washington Wizards. But but we still need to talk real quick about the players who are still out there. We've already talked a bit about Dennis Schroeder. But there's a few guys still out on the market that can make a difference. I mean, look, just off the top of my head, Victor Oladipo is still out there. Uh, Avery Bradley is still out there. Kelly Oubre Jr. is still out there. There's some Josh Yeah, Josh Hart is still out there. He's restricted, though. It's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so let's run through it position yeah. by position let's go. so we don't miss guys. Uh, Reggie Jackson, still out mm-hmm. there. Sense with Reggie Jackson is, I think I said this when we talked to Clippers, is if you throw him the non-taxpayer mid-level, they're just going to beat it using his early bird rights, so why are you even going to bother? Um, which... My my assumption is that gets them. Maybe he's hanging out with Kawhi and the two of them are like, yeah, let's you know hold the Clippers up for a right. while. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, I don't know if you heard, he's still available. What? I, I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, strange, yeah, right? Uh, Lou Williams. Um, kind of curious to see what happens with Lou Williams 
feels like game might be passing him by at this point. Mm. Uh, I I don't know. Well, we'll see. Uh, Raul Neto. I like Raul Neto. You know, pretty good as a depth. He could be a guy that he could add mm-hmm. behind Lowry, you know, for, for a minimum. Alfred Payton, Brad Wanamaker, a couple of young guys you could take an upside shot on. I'm Frank Nilakina or Dennis Smith Jr. If you wanted to be, you know, the, uh, the umpteenth team to try to rehab Dennis Smith yes. Jr. and get his value up. Or if you think you could get Frank Nilakina there, you know, all right, maybe. Um, uh, shooting guards, Danny Green, not bad, right? That's a lot of stuff going on with him. He's been mentioned to a, a bunch of, of the different uh, contenders. He keeps getting uh, thrown into Boston and just, you know, again, I mean, I'm not going to go through the whole thing again, but they're not spending money. So who knows? Uh, Josh Hart, you mentioned, yeah, restricted. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with him because it looked like he was done in New Orleans. Like he was going to be out of there and moving on and, where now? There's no place for Who him to knows? go now. Maybe really. that's another sign and trade. Yeah. What's that? I said there was there was no place for him to really go now. Yeah, yeah. He might do better off just signing the qualifying offer. They need depth. You know, stick there yeah. and play it out there. Oladipo. So here's I asked around what about yeah. Oladipo. Um, there's no real good handle on when he's going to play. So that's kind of what's making this a little tricky. My guess is he stays unsigned to start the year. And then sometime we'll get in season, maybe sometime around the first of the year or so, we'll have, uh, you know, 10 teams are attending a Victor Oladipo right. workout, and then that's where he'll get signed is out of that. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Avery Bradley, we, you know, we both like Avery mm-hmm. Bradley. You know, I think he could really help a number of these teams. Uh, Hamadou Diallo, restricted to probably going back to the Pistons yeah. at this point is my guess. I'd like to see him get a longer-term deal versus just, you know, a qualifying offer or something like that. Bryn Forbes, shooter, uh, got played out of the Bucks rotation in the playoffs, but, you know, we know what he does at this point. He shoots the ball. Uh, another guy shoots the ball, J.J. Redick. I don't know what's going to happen with J.J. Redick. It, it might be done. geography matters so much to him too. Well, you know, family yeah, in exactly. Brooklyn. He wants to be he, in the North yeah, East. right. So that's that's you know, when you yeah. narrow down your landing spots like that, it can be it can be tough. I don't hate it if the Nats wanted to bring him in sure. now, you know, bring him in there. Or even if the Knicks said, I think the Knicks maybe not quite as much of a need with Fournier and uh, and resigning Alec Burks, but you know, on the Nets, if they wanted to throw Redick a minimum and say, mm-hmm. you know, you want to play for us, sure, why not? Uh, and then the, the last couple guys, uh, Terrence Davis from the Kings, he's another restricted guy. We'll see what happens with him. Wesley Matthews, probably my guess is out of the running to return to the Lakers, unless the Lakers really want to just use him as a stacking salary for a trade later. Could. Um, that's the, way, the only way that would make sense. And a guy I really like, Garrison Matthews, he's a coming off a two-way is your restricted guy in Washington. And I think Washington kind of needs him now um, for depth. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And Svi Mikhailuk. Uh, my guy. Your, your one my guy. Laker still does his thing. He's going to be back in OKC, and he's probably going to play a decent amount. Okay. Uh, small forwards. This guy, I, I don't know how many people have heard of him. Kawhi Leonard. Um, he's out there. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Kelly Uber Jr. That's actually, yeah. you know, interesting. You know, what happens with him now? I don't know. I mean, that's that's. I mean, the big question. I thought for sure he would at least get somebody's taxpayer mid level, but it just mm-hmm. hasn't. It's like we've been waiting, and I mean, I know it's only been two days of free agency, but still, it feels like this should have happened by now. So I don't know where he winds up. You know where he should go? Hmm. The Bucks. If they don't use the taxpayer mid level on George Hill, yeah, throw it to Kelly Uber Jr. 
play mm-hmm. Bobby Portis more as a backup five to Lopez, which he kind of is anyway. We'll break him run around on those nights when Giannis needs to sit out. You'll let him start kind of maybe at the four. Yeah. I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, of course I don't hate it. I just came up with it. It's my plan. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's my plan. Um, James Ennis, the third mm-hmm. shooter. You know, another, another wing with size. Andre Godala. We're just waiting for him to resign with the Warriors at this yeah. point, I think, is you know what we're all expecting there. Justice Winslow? Dude, $13 million team option. He's probably looking at a minimum deal is he healthy? From, from somebody. Uh, yeah, that's always right. a good question with him. Who knows? Uh, power forwards, John Collins. Sounds like the Hawks gave him five years, $125 million. I think that was Sam Amick. Mm-hmm. Maybe had that. I apologize if I'm missing on the reporting. And he said no. <laughs> so I don't know what John Collins thinks he's getting. You know, that seems actually fair to me. Yeah, so what happens there now? I mean, he's his only option really is to play for the, the qualifying offer. I mean, there's, there's no other team yeah. unless he can negotiate a sign-in trade somewhere. But – yeah, it's not like he can threaten to say, "Hey, I'm going to go walk into the Knicks cap space anymore." Like you can't, no, you can't do yeah. that. Yeah, I mean the cap space is all gone. OKC's not signing yeah. him. I mean, maybe yeah, he can try to work a uh, work a um a, a uh, signing trade that way. But yeah, well, we'll mm-hmm. see. You know, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but Trevor, we have over two thousand people watching this right now, That's which is right. wild. Love you guys. That's right. You guys are the best. I, I want to. I can't. I can't say it enough. You guys are great. Even when you spam the chat with stupidity, <laughs> we still appreciate you. Um, <laughs> uh, John Collins. John Collins. That's that's where we're at. Um, John Collins. Yeah, and where I, he goes. I like John Collins. Um, you know, I, I love him. Here's my thing: twenty five million. If you threw some uh, some um, incentives in there, kind of do it like Jalen Brown's mm-hmm. was, where you're just short of the uh, of the um, max. But you could play yourself up to the max. I would tie him to um, tie him to uh, team um, success. You know where it's like you make the second round, you make the finals, your conference finals, you make the finals, you win the finals, um, v- which is very much what uh, what um, Jalen Brown's incentives are tied mm-hmm. to uh, largely. Why not, right? And then push him up to the max. So then that way you don't care, right? If you're paying paying it because it's you know it, you're that good. So yeah. there's something weird. Between John John Collins and the uh, the Hawks, like it's just it's yeah. it just it's more contentious than it should be. Should be right? Yes. Like it feels it, it feels is. like the Hawks yeah. don't want him that badly, and John Collins doesn't want to be there that badly, and they're just kind of stuck together. And John Collins is awesome. Yeah, this is a legit 2010 guy. If he gets enough shots mm-hmm. on a team, he, he was that, and then they added a whole bunch of talent, and he very seamlessly took a step back in the offense, gave up some of his minutes, gave up some of his shots, you know, and still was highly, highly productive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't – yeah, I just get it done. Yeah. You know, stop messing around. You just had a great season. You know, you went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Get it done. Uh, he's, his name's getting thrown around in the chat. Paul Millsap. Um, that's another guy that the Bucs should maybe think about. You know, I think he could fit there as kind of a backup four or five uh, for them. Doesn't have a whole lot left, but we'll see. Uh, Laurie Markkinen, another restricted free agent. Who the hell knows what happens with him? Maybe he just signs the qualifying offer now uh, for about $9 million, I think it is, with the Bulls. I thought for sure. When when the DeMar DeRozan thing broke and it was to the Bulls, I went, oh, Markkinen is going to the Spurs. I yeah, thought for sure that too. was going to be part of it. And uh, nope. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then it gets real ugly at power forward. I like Jared Vanderbilt, another restricted guy. He showed some flashes last year next to Cat. Um, my guess is he's just going to be back with the Wolves. Um, you know, and with Prince, those will be the two power forwards, along with Hernan Gomez when he's healthy, again, after the shoulder injury. Then you're down into guys like Mike Scott, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, Luke Cornett. Uh, Mo Wagner, Ersan yeah. Ilyasova, we'll see. It was funny. They asked, uh, did you see they asked Franz Wagner about Mo Wagner? No, I didn't. Uh, does he want the Magic to re-sign him? So they asked him, uh, you know, do you want the Magic to re-sign your brother? And he said, yes, but only because I don't want to play against him because when you play against him, he's pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty And, and that's accurate. And that's pretty accurate, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, you know, Mo Wagner uh, in his minim- minimal time that he spent with the Celtics, uh, you know, I think he got hit in the face no less than 10 times yep. um, just because he's, you know, just kind of that guy. Does. Uh, center market, e- equally rough. Uh, Ennis Cantor, Ken Birch, Demarcus Cousins, Tony Bradley, Willie Hunter, Aaron Gomez, Harry Giles III. I've always liked Harry Giles. I just, you know, never can get any traction anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Bismack Biombo, Frank Kaminsky, and then it gets, you know, pretty ugly. This is, this so, is what we were talking about, still too. some good guys. Yeah, that, this is it exactly with the center market. This is why you yeah. don't need to overpay for a center right now if you're just going to get a yeah. run-of-the-mill guy. just You can yeah. just go pick any of these guys, and they can all give you roughly yeah. the same kind of stuff. Yeah. And you're fine. Yeah, yeah and this Cantor's going to give you, you know, 8 to 10 points and 10 rebounds yep. if he plays enough. You know, and, t- and terrible defense. But, I mean, I don't know what more you want out of a backup. Yes. Ken Birch should, you know, I, my guess is he's just going to stick with the Raptors. He really wanted to go home, never really got to go home uh, last year. Maybe he finally will this year. But, but you know, there's still some decent names out there, Decent, some decent talent on the point guard market, a couple wings that could, you know, be uh, c- kind of interesting, and then a couple couple power forwards, centers, not as much. But, yeah, you know, so we're, we're getting down to it. I mean, this flew by this year. Mm-hmm. You know, it always goes by quick. But this, this year has been warp speed. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting down to the, the kind of last few major names here. Um, and they'll come off the board. My guess is, you know, sometime in the next day or two. And we're what, we're 30 hours in or something like that into free agency. Like, and it's, it's almost done. Right. I mean, this is, yeah, this is crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, um, yeah. So we'll see, you know, what happens from here, but you know, I probably Kelly Uber Jr. Maybe that's one of the biggest names Mm -hmm. left. Yeah. That could actually move. You know, so we'll see. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Everybody, all 2,100 of you in the chat, appreciate you guys joining us and uh, and talking a little NBA free agency with us. Uh, we will be back soon on the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. There's always in- interesting stuff going on. And of course, we have Summer League starting up uh, in less than a week. The California Classic already well, started, 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 today. started today. Yeah, the California yeah. Classic started today. Yeah. So we saw that. Um, Omer Yurt 7, monster game for the Miami Heat. They're going to back out of the Kyle Lowry signing trade to give him a match. That's it. That's it. That's what they're going to do. Should, Summer League predicts NBA success. That's the one thing we've learned. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Always. Uh, who was it? Skittish Vili, Summer League King. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, you know, my favorite thing still, which I don't think we'll ever top, was uh, were we sitting together for the Zion game? Oh, I think we might have been. His first game. Yeah. We might have been. When he ragdolled Kevin Knox oh. on that rebound. <laughs> yes. And basically I do threw remember him out that. Of the gym, yep. Dunked it. And then, uh, and then, like an hour later, there was an earthquake. <laughs> Some really get canceled for the rest of the night. We all ran away. That was uh, that was the <laughs> uh, the effect of dealing with Zion. 
That's it. Say, I like that one. Sign Trevor and Keith to the max. Yes. But tomorrow morning, I would, I, I would take the vet sleep. minimum and be happy. Sit me on the end of the bench. Veteran minimum. Don't put me in. I, I will sit there and I will be so happy. Yep. Yeah, I'll wave a towel better than anybody that's right. seen a towel be waved. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you guys again for your, you know, incredible support, pushing us over 7,000 total subscribers, yep. over 2,000 people watching here live today. Um, That is, you know, just absolutely, you know, insane to us. You know, we're, we're a month into the show and, you know, we have had a, uh, you know, really uh, good time doing this. So, um, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. So thank you again so much for the support. Uh, we'll be back probably tomorrow. Uh, you know, we, we might be back tomorrow to be putting a bow on this whole Crazy. thing, but then we're going to keep coming to you, you know, with more stuff and summer league reactions and all sorts of things down, down the line. We get a lot of cool stuff planned all the way up to the, to, you know, the season and beyond. All right. That's right. And there's a lot going on. So make sure you do subscribe to the NBA front office, YouTube channel, turn on those notifications. And don't forget to go through and like our videos till next time, everybody stay safe and see ya.